best friend hood. Best friend. 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 You're my best friend. You're my best friend. Best friend hood. And that's Melissa. That's Jake. And this is Best Friendhood. Brought to you by the power of friendship. The power of friendship. As seen on TV. (laughs) (laughs) Yours now for only three, no, for three easy payments of of (laughs) $9.99. Do they still do infomercials like that? I think. Like, I don't watch actual TV. I mean, I'm yeah, there has to be. Because, you know, like, Billy Ray's here, you know. He died. died. That's right. Be respectful. How very dare. Oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. Did he do cocaine? How could he not have? <laughs> oh, my God. How could he not <laughs> oh, have? Wow. That's fair. That's, I mean, I can't come up with another explanation. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to ask you first this time. Okay. What? Is your funniest story involving a car? A car? The funniest story? Uh Uh-huh. I don't know. Can I tell you the one that I thought of? Yeah. You and Michaela? And the cat. There it is. Yeah. So that's definitely one. I think I've actually told this story. No, maybe I hadn't. You've told me the story. I don't think you've told the story on the podcast, though. It's such a long one. Uh, Long TLDR. Uh, too long, didn't read. P.S. By the way, in case you did not know what that stood for, because it took me a long time to learn about that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I googled it. My friend Michaela and I used to go and walk around this lake in our hometown, and we had done our lap, and we were getting back to the car, and there was this old kitty cat, oh sweet little kitty cat, meow meow, and we we're like, you know, oh we need to save it, we need to rescue this poor little cat, not really remembering that. Uh, you know, cats can be feral or, you know, like live wild. So question. Yes. How old were you? High school? Mm, yeah, it has to be high school because okay. we were driving. Okay. 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 And uh, so we finally coaxed this cat into the car. And as soon as like Michaela gets in and then I close the passenger door, cat freaks out like enters beast mode and just starts running around the inside of this car and we're freaking out like "Ah!" were you driving no 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 like we had just closed the door okay 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 so then we obviously open up the doors and it just flies out (laughs) you know then we get in (laughs) shake open up the window yell at it shake our fist good luck out there in the real world cat So there was that. <laughs> Otherwise, like the the only other one that like really came. I'm sure there's probably funnier ones, but one that came to my head was um we were hanging out at my apartment and I had like a handful of friends over. We may or may not have smoked, mm-hmm. and our our friend was playing the guitar and he went to like put it away or something, but the head of the guitar actually hit him in the mouth. Oh god. And chipped his tooth, his <gasps> front tooth in oh my, half. Oh my god. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like uh like um horizontally. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So like the bottom half of his tooth like fell out and he was just holding it in his hand and he just looks at me like like a baby child, like a lost baby oh, child. Oh like, no. Melissa, help. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so I get him into my car and 
driving him to his house and he just kept the half of his tooth in his little palm and he was just staring at it the entire way going, <laughs> what do I do? <laughs> oh my God. Do I call the dentist? Yes. And so, yeah, and it was like, he was a very tall, broad-shouldered guy with like long blonde hair. And he was like, usually like a an intimidating visual of a person. Sure. So just to see him be like, Hold, like just tiny little innocent thing. What do I do? Oh. Help. <laughs> so I will like that that image. Uh, oh my god, is that's burned a into nightmare. my brain. Well, I mean, because it was like it was fine. He was able to go and get it figured out. But okay, good. And his he came from a well-to-do family, so he did not need to worry about cost of dental work. Bless. I'm trying to remember his name. I can picture him so vividly in my head, but I can't recall his name. Anyway. Tooth Boy. Yeah. Help. Melissa, help. <laughs> I think that's so funny because, of course, someone, like, sustains a minor injury and they look to you. <laughs> like, you know what to do. <laughs> Make it all please better. help. <laughs> help me, please. <laughs> um, yeah, there has to be more funny stories, but none of them are coming to my head at the moment. Those are Jay. two good ones. If you could be a superhero, what would your name be? Oh, oh no. I, uh, oh, heck. <laughs> I mean, I, I think first it has to depend on like what my power is. Does it? I don't know. I, I, w- <laughs> I feel like I would be dictionary man. Or no, thesaurus man. The, thesaurus humanoid. Thesaurus homo sapien. Thesaurus thesaurus. <laughs> no, I'm not a dinosaur. But you could morph into one when your when your power of words. I'm a Tyrannosaurus Rex shaped like a th- a th- oh my You'd god. You'd be a thesaurus shaped like a thesaurus that just instead of roaring screams alternative <laughs> words. Yes. Antonyms, synonyms, homonyms. I'm here for you, sis. You're <laughs> <laughs> you walk you walk past a college where people are like doing their work in like a study hall. You're just yelling at different phrases at them. This would be better. (laughs) Open up your creative mind. I mean, if we're talking about like my natural strengths that I already possess, that would be it. Words are my superpower, I think. If I empathy Perry, no, I don't know. What did empathy? What? (laughs) No, nothing. Don't don't even. It's if I could choose my own superpower, though, I would want to be like that one X Men who was like queer coded, and his dad was like a far right religious politician um i can't remember his name but he was like angel boy or something and he had like these big beautiful white angel wings and his dad like forced him to hide them for for years and he finally like quote came out by like bursting his wings out of his shirt and saving somebody's life and then his dad was like oh my god i can't believe my son is a mutant that would be my superpower and i would be like rainbow man rainbow man to the rescue of all the rainbow babies. I would want the power to uh, mess with statistics. Okay, what? Say more about that. So, like, say, like, you know, luck be a lady. So, say that the odds of you rolling this, you know, a certain thing in, in craps, like, I oh. would switch the statistics more in your favor. Or Ooh. if, like, one of my friends wanted to or really needed to win the lottery, I would switch the statistics for their favor, you know. Or you would help me buy a house. If, you know, this somebody was battling a mm. disease and 
you know, the the treatment only had this. Right. I would weigh that more in their favor. Okay, so uh, we just learned a whole lot about the two of us. I am a person who chooses vanity superpowers, and you choose superpowers of utility. Um, although I would also, I would totally be down to be like, uh, what's it, Mystique? The one that can change. Oh, hell yeah. Change. She's a badass. Oh, hell I yeah, I love dude. her. And I love like, that character. Fighting skill, but also be able to like morph into Fuck yeah. any person. Which, hello, don't women have to do that anyway? I feel like that is a powerful statement about the role of women in mainstream society. You have to mold yourself to match expectations. Hello. You don't have to, but. And she was still called an X-Men. Uh-huh. She's <laughs> such a badass. God, I love her. Well, that was good. Ooh, I used to play this dice game with he who shall not be named. And it was, I can't remember what it was called, but essentially like you would buy these like foil packs of maybe I think eight dice. And then you would have like, I think there were cards that went with each dice. And then you would essentially like battle each other. And it was so much fun. Like we spent hours playing this game and like building our decks and building our collections and i still have them all and mystique was like my go-to like i always could just dominate the field when she was in play because she was just such a badass noise i know okay we have to move on (laughs) yeah do you play any musical instruments um i play the leg drums often very good at them. You're so good. Um, proficiently, I played clarinet, bass clarinet, and tenor sax. I tried taking piano lessons, but then my piano teacher said, next week we're going to sing and play at the same time. And I went, mom, I can never go back again. <laughs> what? Why? I have like an irrational fear of singing in front of people. Oh my God. I don't think I knew that about you. Like, I don't do karaoke. I. You mean all those nights that we've sat on your back patio and I am just belting it out? You haven't been belting it out with me? Wait, but it's you. Okay. Yeah. Wow, I feel or even like more to audition now. for choirs oh, and stuff. Yeah. I would get so sweaty. So thankfully, like when I got out of school, I only auditioned for like one other thing, and my mm. mom was already in it. So mm. it's like mm. I already got a golden ticket. Right. Yeah. You got a golden ticket. And you all I had to do was ticket. match pitch. That's all that she made me do. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I got this. <laughs> you know, like, okay, done. Yep. Um, otherwise, I tried to learn harmonica, and oh. I've got one of those. It's like um, the little music yes. note guy. <laughs> so it looks it looks kind of like a clarinet, and it's got yeah. like a electric pad that picks up where your fingers are on it, the neck of the instrument, and then at the bottom, it's like a squishy. Like, do you remember those? Is it like a face almost? Well, it's supposed to look like one. Yeah. Okay. So it's like a ear bulb. You ever wash your ears out with an ear bulb when you were a kid? Oh yeah, like that. Um, like I don't, it's a I don't bulb. Know what you call that? Like yeah, a, it's a bulb, an ear yeah. bulb, a but water with bulb, a mouth opening. Yeah, yeah. With, a with like a, a slice in it, so that yeah. you can open it and it changes the sound. Anyway, there's that. Uh, we had so many like cold, snowy winter nights just messing around with that thing. That was fun. 
Should we post a video of that to our Patreon? Sure. Because I feel like trying to describe it, I'm not sure if I... It looks like a music video. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. And I actually just saw a, t- a few TikToks recently that had them featured. Mm-hmm. And people were doing really cool stuff. So I don't know. Maybe you know what we're talking about. If you not, if you don't, find us on Patreon. It almost looks like if an oxalotl got turned into... A music note. Don't you think? Yeah. It's cute little face. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So those are the instruments I play. I play the car horn, too, if somebody pisses me off. <laughs> oh, Ayo. she's real good at that. I have <laughs> I have been privy to that. <laughs> na, 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 na. <laughs> Move, bitch. Get, Get out, out the, the way. way. So what was your favorite TV show growing up? Gilligan's Island. Nerd alert. <laughs> you, that was your favorite show? Yeah, I loved that show. Interesting. So when we moved... Out of the city, we only had like five channels, and one of them just like played Gilligan's Island all the freaking time. Hmm. And back then, well, looking back, it's like, oh, that was a symptom of my severe depression. I never could sleep. So I would just like sneak downstairs and then sneak to the far back of the house, like where we had our TV room, and Gilligan's Island just reruns all of the time. And I don't know, there's just something so comforting about like that kind of naive, like what, 70s, 80s humor, like naive compared to the early 2000s. And yeah, like I still can hear that music and it just like brightens me. So before that though, like childhood, true childhood, because I was like early teenage years, I would say. Okay. But childhood, wishbone. Oh, yeah. Because we weren't really, like, we didn't have cable. We didn't watch a lot of movies, as everybody knows. Like, but Wishbone, that was like a family favorite. That's on PBS. Yeah. 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 Like, I still have my Sherlock Holmes Wishbone stuffy. That's so In a sweet. box somewhere at my apartment. My dad and I still make jokes about, like, what's the story, Wishbone? Oh. Yeah. Adorable. Like, it is a lifelong, like, family cute yeah nice yeah i think that's it we've asked each other our questions yes okay so let's get into our topic we you know how this was just supposed to be like a quick warm-up to like get our brains going right yeah we spent almost 17 minutes just doing the cards you're welcome (laughs) (laughs) i feel like that's kind of what we were well at least in my imagination that was kind of what i expected that oh they would just be like a fun intro and sometimes knowing us we would go on rabbit trails come on our listeners know at this point that there are going to be times that we just wander and wander and wander and have a delightful time doing it that's fair cute yeah do you want a tissue no okay i fixed it i'm so proud of you i'm pretty sure my deviated septum has come undone your d deviated septum my d deviated septum i need to call tom hey hot doc tom my nose is not right. Get up in this. Get up in that nose. Get up in it. Please cut that. Oh, no, I'm editing this one. <laughs> I, yeah. Also, I would have never allowed you. I would have kept it in. <laughs> you would? Yeah, why not? <laughs> well, <laughs> okay. We'll see what I decide. <laughs> okay. Like, it's not that bad. We've definitely said worse stuff. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Okay. So, for tonight's episode, I really want to go back to something that we talked about like a year ago when we first started the podcast um we've talked about like 
all of the different varieties of friendship, like coworkers and friends from childhood, friends of like life and friends of now. Have we talked about family being friends yet? Uh, I don't think that we have. I know we've touched on it, but I don't believe that we've actually dedicated an episode to it. Do we have that written down somewhere? No. Would you like to? I think so. Because that's a type of friend too. Absolutely it is. No, I feel like that's something that we, like, in our other conversations, we've talked about. Okay. But we've never truly, like, dove into that particular subject. That's a great idea. Thank you. Oh, thank you. When we first started talking about this idea of best friendhood, one of the things, of course, that I did, are you having eyeball issues again? No. Yes, you are. It's Your eye is so red. This one? I brought eye drops this time. Is it really that red? Yeah, I can see it from here, and I don't have my glasses on. I don't have my glasses on either. Uh, uh. Boo. I'm going to go get you those drops, because well, no, I brought them this time. It's fine. Okay, are you sure? Yeah, I was just trying to get a goober out, and then something else happened, and then now it's just like, why are you friends with me? <laughs> because I know how to help that. Why are you asking that? That's so sad. No, I Why know. Why am I friends with but... you? Let me tell you all of the ways that I love you. Okay. We we only have 45 minutes, though, so Shit. you better... Well, we also have a year's worth of podcast episodes where I tell you how much I love you. Oh, so. I was going to give you 45 minutes to just tell me <laughs> why you love me. Okay. I mean, yeah, I'll just yeet this out the window. After you so dutifully transcribed it into, yes. like... Bullet points. Just bullet points. Oh, okay. It's nothing fancy. You're fancy. You are. (gasps) Really, do you want those eye drops? It's less red all of a sudden, so you must have gotten it out. I don't know. Okay. I'm just... Do you see how I'm clenching my hands? Yeah, I can't tell if you're going to punch me or if you're holding back agony. I'm holding them here so I don't touch my eyeball. Good. Anymore. This is hard. (sighs) Stop it. Okay. It's hard to sit do. on sit on your hands. No, because then I'll get cat fur on them, and then I'll touch my eyeball, and then the cat fur will transfer into All my eyeball. All the more eyeball. reason not to touch your eyeball. Okay, my hands look gross. Well, yeah, they've been rubbed all up in that makeup. Mascara and go f- 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 suck itself back into a tube. So about Aristotle. <laughs> <laughs> you silly. Are you about to throttle this Aristotle? I'm a. I'm a throttle this Aristotle. Get it. Mm-hmm. Ooh, get it. Okay, so back at the beginning, I wanted to really look at all of the different varieties of friendship. So when... The variety pack, please. Yes, you've got it. You have subscribed. <laughs> it is yours. Depending on like where you look, where you read, there are theories. We've talked about a lot of them from like the psychological standpoint, the connection standpoint, and what it means for us for our mental health and social health. But there's also like the philosophical standpoint which is something that we really haven't touched on much because uh neither of us are philosophers but i so distinctly remember when we first started talking about this search engineing the different types of friendship and one that stood out to me that i've kept until today is aristotle's three types of friendship so you know we've talked in the past of like the friendship of nostalgia and the friendship of today and like the commemorative friendship like we've touched on those things but aristotle's three types of friendships honestly are kind of close to what we've already talked about in previous episodes without meaning to okay 
I want to talk about each one very like individually. I'm, I want to tell you some just brief in, information about each one and then have a, a conversation about that and see where our conversation goes okay. before we move on to the next one. Like this isn't going to be me reading you a list of bullet points. Oh. We tried that and then at like episode 10 realized <laughs> it was not a good format. So one of his styles or types of friendship is the friendship of utility. The friend of utility is like the person that can help you, the person that you get something from, something tangible. So that could be like, my mind goes back to our, God, what episode was that? I'm not even going to try and guess the number, but our episode about like work friendships. Sure. Like in a work friendship, that is a friendship of utility because presumably you are getting some kind of assistance from that person or offering assistance to that person. Yeah. I also remember when I was dating somebody and their really good friend did work on vehicles, like just at their home. Okay. And so he, you know, would ask me, you know, like, well, when was the last time you had your oil changed? Why does your tire look wonky? Oh. And so he'd be like, you just drive your car over here and I'm going to do that for you. That is 100% a friendship of utility. Yes. Yeah. Like, of course, I think in our modern age, there are more layers than just these three. But it's a really nice framework to look at. Like, if you're wondering, like, what kinds of friends you have or you're trying to organize, like, why don't I have more friends? Like, maybe these three things can help you understand. Like, look at the people that are in your life that you already interact with. And if it is just, like, that friend of a friend who you know you can go and rely on for an oil change or if your computer is broken or you need a sound system set up like whatever that's an opportunity i think that aristotle misses because he keeps these three things in very solidly different camps Hmm. i believe that they can be very porous oh sure our whole episode work work friends was that we become work friends through the utility of work but then that can extend beyond that for sure Also, like when you're talking about this, it almost makes me feel like bad. These kind of friendships, like you're taking advantage of a friendship. That's what it sounds like to me. Yeah, absolutely. The way it's named. So as I was prepping for this, I thought the same thing like, oh, this feels really icky because I can think of those friends like Mm -hmm. my friend who I always call for support with my particular type of technology that my watch, phone and computer are all a part of. Sure. I have one friend who is so freaking good at those things. And like, it's not like I ghost him. It's just the majority of our conversation is me asking questions (laughs) instead of asking a search engine. Sure. But here's how I think that I, at least for me, I can like justify or like rationalize that is that we probably are the friend of utility to other people without really recognizing it without necessarily being aware of it i think most like when it pops up i do recognize it but are you salty about it no because i realize that i do that to other people it's like that cosmic balance kind of so it's like a paying it forward thing kind of like to me it's like okay so as long as it's like on joe as long as you get like a real like thank you in return as i guess almost like as long as they acknowledge Okay, so I have a friend who absolutely uses me as the friend of utility, and it used to drive me nuts because they would text me like, hey, how are you? How's it going? Blah, blah, blah. And we'd have this really nice conversation. I'd be like, oh my gosh, cool. Like, I thought so-and-so only ever reached out to me when they, like, needed help. 
and then the ball would drop and they'd be like so the reason i'm reaching out is yeah like well don't like don't fuck around like just get to the point i'm more than happy to help you like it would be my pleasure it would be my joy to offer my assistance to you cut the bullshit and just say hey jacob i need help cool what do you need i can be there in an hour yeah don't like you don't have to pussyfoot around it you don't have to not pussyfoot what's the saying yeah that's it it is pussyfoot that's just like when like when a cat walks around things so agilely daintily okay yeah Yeah, okay i immediately thought of a pussy willow and i was like what the fuck but no plants don't walk (laughs) exactly that's where my brain went (laughs) wow i need more sleep i think (laughs) maybe am i talking really fast kind of no, I've just had a really long week and I'm trying to exude energy. Well, this is us recording two nights in a row, too. Yeah, that too. Which isn't our get-go. No. All right. Friend of utility. So what experiences have you had where you have been the friend of utility? Oh, it's, I mean, like, super blatantly. It's, you know, anything that has to do with broadcasting or oh. a hosting or whatever. And other times it's been like, oh, well, Melissa is the only friend that has like a house that can hold this many people. So, but it was like, it wasn't even that they asked me. <gasps> oh, I remember that. It was for a friend's surprise party. And they just said, oh, it's going to be at Melissa's house. And I went, the fuck it is. Like, do you not understand that then I have to clean this entire house I have to get things ready and then I have to clean up after it. Like, oof. Would you have been more open to like playing host if they were responsible for all of those things? Like, you can use the physical space, but all of the setup, cleanup, and teardown and cleanup after is on you. Well, and then it's, you know, like inviting people who I don't know too well into my home. Oh, or at all. Yeah. So I was not happy about that, but yeah, it was fine. Like it ended up being fine. Oh, so but... you went ahead and allowed it? Well, because they said like in this thread, like, well, if it doesn't happen there, we don't have a space for it to happen. So like, what else was I supposed to do? You know? Heck. Because then I would be that bitch friend who didn't allow this thing to happen. Well, it's not really that big of a deal. I don't understand why she's so upset by this. Right. Well, maybe you could have talked to her first. Yes. You that know, would have been a, a place to start. Yeah. So that, <laughs> um, but there are other times when it's like a real delight. Like I remember Crystal calling me in a absolute panic and she oh, was no. driving down the highway and I'm like, well, what is going on? What, like, do I need to call triple A for you? Like what, what's going on? And she just goes, no, I saw the biggest spider crawling across my dash and I don't know what to do. And I'm afraid to get back in my car and I need you to come. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. I lost it. I don't know where it went. <laughs> oh, so poor like, Crystal. That would be horrifying. Right? Yeah. Oh my God. So that's like in those moments, being the friend of utility to like come and save the day. Yeah. Like, hell yeah, I got I'm, you. Boo. I'm here for that for <laughs> yes. sure. But it's also nice to like. I I feel like when when you build up a friendship or grow into a, a relationship more, it's like that. Those moments of being the friendship of utility goes back and forth. You know, whether yeah. it's emotionally or literally, like, hey, I'm moving house and I need help, or right. you right. know, what or I, I have I to my lunch money. Can you spot me? Exactly. You know, then it's done. Then it's not this yucky kind of a feeling. It's like a leaning it's on each other. It's not taking advantage of. It's, yeah. it's sharing care for. Yeah. Like I, I really like 
going back to where you started with this thought of like, oh, that feels yucky. That feels like taking advantage of. Mm -hmm. I had the same thing. And like just this process that you're talking yourself through right now, it's like, yeah, it's not taking advantage. It's we all have different strengths and abilities and knowledge that we can share with each other. Yeah. And if you know the right person to ask, why not? True. As long as you're not being shitty about it. As long as you aren't taking advantage. Right. Although that's like Midwest nice. Sometimes Ooh, it's tough because. Heck, yeah. You know. You, it's hard to say no. And it's also hard to say. Because that would be rude. It's also hard to ask for help. So, oh, yeah, you know. because you got to figure it out. Pull yourself up by your bootstraps. Do you know that that saying actually came from? Did you read about this too? Yes, I was just going to say that. Okay, where Go it's for like. It. Came from trying to pull yourself over a wall by your bootstraps, which, which is means, literally impossible. Yeah, which means an impossible task. And so the fact that the U.S. Uh-huh. society has like, well, just pull yourself up by your bootstraps. No, you're literally saying do the impossible. Correct. To attain the one per the top one percent wealth. Like what the fuck? Correct. Fix yo shit, America. Um. So that's a thing that Aristotle didn't cover is humidifiers no the friendship of blowing your nose together oh hey toot toot (laughs) toot toot (laughs) boot boot beep beep bop bop I don't know what I'm doing honk honk (laughs) my honk (laughs) (laughs) when my oh I love that story when I had my my surgery to fix my deviated septum yeah and I text our friend Ben and I think it was like the drugs that I was on. I don't know. I meant to type my nose. Instead, I typed my honk. <laughs> and three years later, we're still calling it my honk. <laughs> Wild. I know. And the fact that it's been three years. Dude, right? Wild. Three years of breathing. And I saw smelling? a TikTok today where these people were like, if you have a deviated septum, just do this. And they like jam their index fingers into their nostrils from like above and pull them up really high so that they don't get the like <laughs> sound when they breathe in. And like, okay, cool. So you're like, you're not actually fixing anything. And no. Like, oh my God, I can breathe. It's amazing. Like, honey, if your nose is that bad that you have to like apply pressure to your cartilage and change the shape of your nostrils, go to the fucking doctor. Oh my God, we live in the US and they probably can't afford it. Correct. Fuck. It just broke my heart. Like, I remember being that person like any oh, kind of relief. Yeah. yeah, Anything to be able to breathe again. Ugh. Uh, can we take a quick break? I was just thinking like that was one Aristotle down and I'm ready for a break. Me too. I need a break. And then let's come back and talk about the other two. I think the, uh, the, the second one will probably be pretty brief. The third one though, Challenge like we may accepted. have to have two breaks because the third one I'm very curious to see how it goes. All right. Well, we're sitting at 36. That's two minutes more. So we can't get yelled at. (laughs) Correct. (laughs) All right. Okay. (laughs) I'm going to cut that. That's the whole pizza coming back up to say hello. I had a salad. Oh, good for you. I was so pleased with myself. I, I got home from work and I was like, oh my God, I'm so hungry. What do I have? Pasta, pasta, chocolate bar, Jacob friendly chocolate bar. Hey, oh. Gummy bears, Jacob friendly gummy bears. 
<laughs> and then I saw the full head of romaine lettuce and went, oh my God, I need that in my tummy right now, please. It was delightful. Good for you. It was the best. I found these incredibly expensive, but Jacob friendly salad dressings that are based, um, they're like avocado and olive oil, I think. So it's like a knockoff version of ranch just without dairy. It is so good. Huh. Delightful. Nice. Yeah. So about Aristotle. <sighs> <sighs> Poor Aristotle. He had to live his whole life, life. as an oxalotl. <laughs> <laughs> Without an avocado. Aw. Uh, okay. Not a little, but a lotl. <laughs> <laughs> so his second theory of friendship is the friendship of pleasure. Okay. Mm-hmm. Booty call. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to get to that. Okay. Okay, so the friendship of pleasure is essentially like my mind immediately went to like those drunken best friends that you make at the bar. Okay. Like, oh my God, you like this music too? You like to drink this too? Hi, new best friend. Or like standing next to somebody at a concert. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Somebody that you like meet, you have a very particular kind of shared interest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of the uh, examples that were given on one of the websites that I was reading through for this prep were like the friend that you go play tennis with or that you go for walks with, but like that your friendship is really kind of contained to that shared interest. So not necessarily like the other parents of like kids that are on your kid's soccer team or something right i feel like that would be a friend of utility the utility or being a friend our of children futility. are entertaining each other <laughs> uh yeah so it's like activity buddies essentially okay, like okay. that's like the friend that D&D you make at the friends. gym yeah yes like that is the one thing that connects you to Pub you don't really go friends. out beyond that okay which I'm like, oh my god! Like I love that book like, club friends, right? Yeah. yeah, book club friends, knitting or... circle friends, yes, church like, friends, maybe. right? Yeah, yeah, probably. Uh, I would, I would assume in most cases, like that's the one activity that you share. You don't really communicate outside of that, and if you do, the communication is focused on that shared activity. Oh, okay. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, a church friend. Absolutely. Or like, I remember, okay, so like we've talked a lot about like high school and some of those friends, like some of those friends that I had in high school are still like, even if we don't talk all the time, I adore them and they mean the world to me, even if we only like catch up once every like six months or so. Yeah. And like to me that's like a long-term friendship like it we don't have to be in contact all the time to still know that we share the same values we share the same goals which we're gonna get to but then there are other friends from high school who i look back on that and i'm like oh yeah that was a a, a friendship of activity like some of the people that i was like in show choir with yeah or band mm-hmm. like we were only friends because we were in that thing together and if it hadn't been for that one connection we never would have spoken to each other now i think aristotle is a little bit wrong because i feel like a friend of activity can easily become the third type of friendship which we're not getting to yet i feel like a friendship of activity well even a friend of utility 
like I feel like both of these first two tiers of friendship have the potential to become more than that. I mean, always. You might start as this. Right, but they don't always progress beyond this. Sure. So, like, for me, they're... Back before COVID, I went to the gym all of the freaking time. And there were one or two people who I would see there and we would gently interact like, hey, nice to see you. If if there was, you know, one treadmill open and it was next to that person, I would gleefully take that and be like, hello, how are you? Sure. And that would be like, that was it. Like we just, we knew each other at the gym and that was it. And then there's my gym husband who doesn't even know I exist yet. Mm. Actually, he does. I was going to say, <laughs> I've heard different. <laughs> mm. That's a, a for, that's for a different episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, okay. So what are your friendships of activity? Like, who Bar you friends, go? for sure. Yes. Like it's the, it's the CK crew. Oh, <laughs> Oh my God. Wow, yes. buddy. Duh. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Oh my God. So I ran into one of our CK friends out and about in public and not, I mean, CK is also public, but, and it was so strange because I was like, hey, and they went, hey, and we all just kind of stared at each other like, uh, okay, we'll see you there sometime. Bye. Okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Okay. See you when we go back. Like you're in the wrong context. Yeah. You're out of our normal mm-hmm. friendship context. Like when we're there, we're friends. It's Outside like, of that, it's like well, It's huh? like when you're a kid and you see your teacher out in the real world and you're like, "No, oh my God. no, you live at school. You're right. not a real person." <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh, that makes me think. So, like with my clients, I work with kids sometimes and teenagers and adults, but like I've I remember so distinctly one day that I was at a store with you mm-hmm. and saw one of my kids and didn't tell you. like, Because usually it's a, hey, we got to go down this next aisle now. <laughs> right. Like if they have clocked me, it's like there's other people I'm not drawing attention to it, but we got to go. Right. But this time there was nobody else. So I just said, hey, let's go this way. And the next time I saw that kid in session, they're like, do you go to this store yeah yeah sometimes i do why do you ask i i think i saw you there like it it it, like that whole our brains get used to people being in a certain context right outside of that context we struggle to recognize someone like when i was a flight attendant literally could spend all day flying with a crew Mm -hmm. two pilots three or four flight attendants and then we go to the hotel go to our rooms and I have straight up walked past and ignored my crew members because they weren't in uniform. So I didn't recognize them. Yeah. You know, when I attend corporate meetings and I'm only used to seeing these people in, you know, professional business attire. And then, you know, like if I'm around them for a couple of days, I'll see them in, you know, like shorts and a t-shirt and I'll have to be like, who are you? Right, because our brains do so much more than just facial recognition. It's context recognition. Yeah. And so if you see that person outside of that context. Was that you? What? Your body. (laughs) What? Was that your body? You didn't hear that? 
No. It wasn't my body. I have no idea what you're talking about. When you play this back. (laughs) (laughs) Does my body make a weird noise? I I mean, it it just, it sounded like a, like what I did. Okay. Yeah. Anyway. I have no idea. Okay. Sorry. It was just very funny. Bodies make funny noises. They sure do. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know yeah, what to do our, with that Our brains do that contextual <laughs> recognition. Yeah. 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 Um, otherwise, to further answer your question, uh, your previous question, otherwise, like, that's really the only thing that comes to mind is, like, you know, CK friends. Because um, otherwise, <laughs> I tend to drag along our usual friend crew to, like, whatever activities yeah. I want to go and check out. Because they are more than activity friends but we involve them in activities oh yeah you are our friends you will come with us to activities it's like the the cardboard boat regatta (laughs) i would have never done that but now it's like a tradition of all of ours yeah i wasn't even involved you are now i got sucked in you sure did so i was an activity friend who got elevated to a friend friend oh yeah it went from secretly text messaging you out in of the, the car blue. when you and I were driving together. supposed to keep it a secret from me. <laughs> Into now you're in the message group. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. 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 And <laughs> they call and hang me... out with you without me. It's fine. It's fine. That's never happened. I know. I'm just trying to be dramatic. Wait, has that happened? I think so. Yeah, because it was your anniversary and you were and your husband were out on the town for yourselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then you came over and hang out with us, hung out with us anyway. Yeah. <laughs> So anyway, that's about One of it. My though. favorite memories of that crew was like, you were out of town. I was out of town, seeing Hamilton for like the third or fourth time, and I got to intermission and saw all of the group texts of like, "Hey, we're all we're like making dinner. We're gonna have some snacks and some tapas. Like, whoever wants to come over, come over." And I was like, "Bitch, I'm canceling the rest of my plans in this city. I am driving back to our little country bumpkin town. I want to hang out with you people." Aww. I love them. I mm-hmm. I love that friend crew so much. Hell yeah, dude. They're just such great people. Which, okay, kind of nicely ties in. Like this, I'm making it weird, but this could have been a really smooth segue into you know, the third. Yeah, it's one thing that you're still growing into, the whole segue thing. Or you could just be like me and say, how about that Aristotle? <laughs> <laughs> Didn't earlier in this conversation you said, don't pussyfoot around, just get right to it. Get right, right to it. Get to the point. So so I, I feel like I started as a friend of pleasure, like a friend of shared activities, but not much more than that. And then like that night that I was like, oh, my God, I want to hang out with these people in a scenario situation that is so completely separate that I feel like that was where I got to cross the threshold into being a friend of the good. Oh, uh, this already sounds amazing i am here just gonna read like some bullet points because i don't know that i could say it any better so a friendship of the good is based on mutual respect and admiration these friendships typically take longer to build they're more powerful and enduring yes these friendships consist of similar values goals and views of how the world or your lives should or could be aka chosen family Bingo, bongo, hatata, buckaroo. That's exactly where I was going with that. Because mm. 
the 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 website didn't say that but that you was why you are a friend for good from by the way yeah I, I can't reach you no uh do you remember that when we first started this one of our like, crazy <laughs> ideas uh-huh. for like i think a patreon episode maybe yeah. was just a True. video of us dressed singing up. for good dressed up yeah. as alphaba and glinda mm-hmm. well i have not forgotten is that because of your phobia of singing in front of people? Also, but I'm telling you what, like when it's around you and I'm drinking. Because we've literally sat in the other room and belted that song to each other. Oh, holding yeah. Holding hands. I was crying. I don't know if you were crying. We had also had some drinks. Yes. It was also like mid pandemic where I think we were just crying about the so world much. being on fire. <laughs> the world is on fire. We uh, oh, didn't no, no. start the fire. Oh, I'm trying to come up with the Sweeney Todd. Uh, city on fire. City on fire. I don't remember that. It almost sounds like sitting on fire. <laughs> Whiskey just came out of my nose a little bit. <laughs> Whiskey out the nose. Nose is on fire. <laughs> nose is on fire. No, it's it's um like probably early second act of Sweeney Todd and the quote unquote crazy homeless lady is getting ready to like report them because she smelled smell smell stink stink sitting on fire city on fire ah. and she's like <laughs> Tina Belcher as a grown up <laughs> in late Victorian <laughs> late Victorian England trying to point out like hey they're cooking humans so sorry spoiler alert (laughs) (laughs) if you haven't seen a 20 year old musical i was gonna say it's been a while okay so anyway friendship of the good uh similar values goals view of how life your lives or the world should or could be i prefer could should always to me has such a weight of like judgment and like well if we don't hit the standard then we're failures because we should have done this. No, get should out of your vocabulary. You're doing your goddamn best every day. Or at least you're trying. Exactly. Yeah. You're doing your best. You're trying. To me, those things are interchangeable. Oh, really? Definitely not for me. If you... Okay, here's the thing. What you accomplish in a day is the best that you could offer for that day. And if it's not quite to where you would like to be then tomorrow is a new opportunity. Sure. This one particular website said that these uh, friendships typically start in childhood or adolescence. Wrong. And I went... I think that's wrong. Yeet. Yeet. Yeeted. I'm going to leave that sound in because that was my response. I like wanted to yeet that website into the sun and go, no. Like, yes. Okay, sure. You don't even know yourself in... In childhood and adolescence? Not in... To me, that's like a fourth level of friendship where, okay, we've been friends since childhood or at early adolescence. It's almost like a friendship of just share. Like, to people, me, that's a friendship of nostalgia. Like, we grow together. People change but then, so much. Yeah. Yeah. But then, like, we change. And, yeah. like, I think about my friend Angela, and we still hold the same or similar values. But there were several years where we were not friends. And the only thing that brought us back together was the nostalgia element that Aristotle completely overlooks. A friendship of good, to me, 
can form at any point in your life. Like if you find that in your childhood or your adolescence and you continue to carry those same values and goals, like I feel like you and I, if we had been friends as kids, we probably would have maintained those friendships because we've gone through such similar experiences and similar growth in our lives, like parallel stories. You can find those friends in adulthood. And I feel like this podcast is kind of the epitome of disproving that idea of the friendship of good. Yes. Because you can find a friendship of good, a friendship of shared values, shared goals, shared meaning and purpose in adulthood. We were in our late 20s, early 30s when we truly reconnected and became friends. Yeah. Without that shared, like, longevity mm-hmm. but well, our shared... and i think about our friend crew yes yeah we literally just met them but a few years ago i and yeah. they are they are my chosen family same yeah hundred percent can i say two things before i forget them yes first one i just found licorice in my hair is this what it's like to be a mom yep i found licorice in my hair and second of all aristotle overlooking the nostalgia I was going to make a bad joke and say they back then they didn't live long enough to have nostalgia. <laughs> I know you're trying to make a joke and I want to laugh at it, but I can't because you're technically correct, which is the worst and also the best kind of correct. <laughs> yep. I uh, know. So anyway, that's all that I had uh, for those two points. Uh, can I just say? Yeah. I, th- I know where you got that licorice. Where? My when cat. You were lady in the tramping a licorice stick with your cat. And yeah. you went, no, that's my side. Well, yeah, because she was coming after it. I know. She was like, nom, nom, nom on her side. And then she mm-hmm. went, mom, I want to taste this end. That was yesterday. Was that just yesterday? <laughs> that was yesterday. Oh, my God. If this licorice has been in my hair for a full 24 hours, <laughs> <laughs> I am a disgusting human. Oh. No, no, you are not. It was a little itty bitty flesh. my hair? It looks like you did. Mm. It was a tiny, itty-bitty little fleck. We'll leave it at that. I put it there, if that makes you feel better. Sure. When we were upstairs, I I just went, beep. I packed some licorice for some volunteers today. Licorice, wheat thins, and mandarin oranges. That's very sweet of you. Yeah. That's like the ultimate, like, soccer mom. Here you go. Play good. I just, you know, I was going to put a Capri Sun in there, but did you see that those the black cherry ones got oh, recalled? Yeah. Like 5,000 cases of it because I there's know. cleaning solution that got into them. It's just disgusting. I'm not even kidding you. It's for real. It was in the news. No, I know. I saw it in the okay. news. Right. Yeah. Well, just check in there, Star. Ah. Don't uh, get your culottes in a twist. My culottes are always in a twist. What are you talking about? <laughs> think that's our cue that we should be done <laughs> when we do barb and star impressions but i love them i love them so much i love that movie so much i'm still really sorry that i watched it without you but also i couldn't not watch it's it fine i was so surprised by that movie yes like, yes what the fuck yes. happened correct and the fact that like reba mcintyre <laughs> who i love and adore ditto man dude ditto. when she uh when she showed up i was like bitch what this, what but then also like yes this is perfect it kind of makes sense yep, this is everything <laughs> i didn't even know i needed it but i did show did <laughs> all right my sweet friend of good of the good oh uh, yeah i, I shan't 
Shanty, see shanty. Word association is fun. I was on a boat and I pooped real hard. That's why they call it a poop deck. I was (laughs) on a boat and... (laughs) Nope, I'm very bad at creating. I was going to help you, but you just kept going, and I'm like, okay, I guess we're just doing two verses by ourselves. (laughs) Just, I think I I either need less whiskey or more whiskey to make. You've had like two sips of whiskey today. I had a glass. No. Yeah. It was a baby glass. You did like a finger and a half of whiskey. Finger and a half for you. Wow, should have seen that coming. Nope, that doesn't make a heart shape. Nope, keep trying. It does. Look at that. Oh, cute. It's a fuck off, but I love you. See if I ever dream about having a pothos overabundance with you again. Oh my gosh. That sounded like slightly troubling, but really wonderful. But it was so much fun. Right? So you guys, I had this dream a couple nights ago that Melissa and I were, I don't even know where we were. It was like a house that I think I It was our future house. Is that what it was? Probably. Sure. Let's say that. We had pothos plants all over the place and they like, I don't know if we did something to them. We cast a spell because we're witches all of a sudden in my dream, Mm -hmm. but they were growing so exorbitantly fast that Melissa and I were just running around with like armfuls of mason jars full of water and garden snips. Like, oh my God, zip this one, zip this one. Okay, I got that one in the water. No, 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 you get this one. Oh God, oh God, it fell on the floor. Get in the water. Okay, so it's <laughs> it like chaos. What's that cooking game that we were playing? Uh oh, crap. overboard. No. Uh, hang on, I have it on my phone. So it's like if that and old gods. <laughs> yes. Because you know, like, yes. oh wait, you probably haven't gotten to the chapter with the green. That's uh, season two. No. What? Okay. No, I haven't got there. By the way, guys, um, I, I would just like to plug yeah. a podcast that Melissa just turned me on to called Old Gods of Appalachia. Hey if you there, like, family. If you like horror, but like horror that is really well done and very subtle, dude, it is so good. And Appalachia. In Appalachia. Appalachia. What the fuck am I looking the at? The cooking game. Oh, yeah. Over. Uh, I was looking at this and like, I love these games. Overcooked. You. I got so distracted nerd. by how much I love my games. <laughs> I was like, oh, I haven't played that in a couple weeks. Oh, you my God. Yeah. Too funny. Too funny. Overcooked. Overcooked. Yes. Just the absolute sheer chaos. Also, I when you were telling me that story, I kind of pictured. Do you remember like the hairdressing Play-Doh toy set? Where you put Play-Doh oh in the God. person and then you press down in the barber chair and it came out their head. You want to talk about friendship of utility. If some broad in second grade told me that she had one of those, I was like, hey, we're best friends now. Let me come fucking over. Let me, let me fucking come over and I'm going to play with your goddamn play with Play-Doh. Play-Doh yeah. But I imagine like Pothos doing that. That's ex- that's essentially what was going on. Love it. it they were just everywhere. And then my mom was there and she was yelling at us because she's like, no, you have to keep my special variegation separate. And we're like, no, because they're going to breed. It's going to be pretty. Like, what? Oh, come over here and then do it yourself, Brenda. (laughs) All right. Yeah. Speaking of green things like pothos and other beautiful plants, our beautiful friend, Jennifer Bate, created our beautiful green logo react also and speaking of that logo you can find it on all of our socials instagram twitter and patreon insta and twitter at bfh pod patreon.com slash 
best friendhood. And hey, do you have a story? Do you have a thought about Aristotle? Do you just like axolotls? Don't forget that you can be emailing us. At bestfriendhoodpod at gmail.com. You could also, if you don't want to take the time to leave your podcast app and write up an email, you could just leave us a five-star review and within the review, leave a topic that you want us to cover. Oh, that's a great idea. You're so smart. He's smart and pretty. And so are you. And I think that's kind of about it. Yeah. There's only one last thing that we need you to know, dear listener. Remember that you are loved. And you are worth being loved. We We love love you, Axolotl. Okay, bye. Bye. Uh, That's how I end it. (laughs)